Hello, everybody. How's everyone doing out there today? I hope you're happy, doing well, getting ready for Halloween, making some spooky plans. My plans are uh, next to none. I'm just gonna chill, watch Cowboy Bebop the movie again, set during Halloween. It counts. And then maybe eat, maybe eat some takeout and some candy. I did watch Tales of the Jedi in one go, and I loved it. Crazy seeing how the Clone Wars animation has evolved. I mean, it looked good during the first run, but man, did it really improve for Season 7, Bad Batch, and Tales. Plus, mixed with the music and damn, art. Well, I like the Ahsoka episodes, they just... They didn't really have a purpose to me. They felt sort of like a clip show with her. But Dooku, on the other hand, best episodes hand down. It was awesome seeing the kind of highlights that led him to leaving the Order and turning into the dark side. Also, Yaddle. Whole new love for that character. I mean, I knew who she was, and when I heard they were gonna, you know, add her into the show, I was like, oh, I know who, who that is. Cool. But just now, just like I want to know more about her. Just I just I loved this. I loved her character in the show. I mean, like her compassion is just so admirable. And her death was so heart wrenching because she even agreed with Dooku and his concerns about the Jedi Order, and even like offered him her hand of like. You know, hey, come with me. We can fix this. But just, uh, she was such a. That was, uh, definitely that that episode where they fight is definitely the best of that entire like collection of uh, of episodes. I also did like the contrast between his and Ahsoka's story. Like, Ahsoka's first episode was bright and warm, while Dooku's was gray and cold. Even also with with like him and Anakin not 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 agreeing with some of the Jedi ways and just. You know, I really like that show, and I hope we get more seasons, especially focus on, like, other Jedi that aren't, like, Clone Wars or original trilogy-esque. So, totally recommend watching. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not really much of a commitment compared to, like, The Mandalorian or the book of Boba Fett. It's, like, 16 to 10-minute episodes, and it's only, like, six. So you can, so you can easily not knock them out in, like, an, in an hour. I've also been playing Gotham Knights, and it's fun. Though I don't really have myself sitting down and playing for hours on end. It's just, you know, I've been playing it in chunks. It's a great story. Gameplay is pretty solid. And each character plays differently. I, I've been meeting Nightwing, and I like how he plays. You know, very acrobatic, a lot of flips, you know, good use of his sticks. So, you know, I'm enjoying it. I've also been playing Call of Duty as well. So it's been kind of hard to, like, balance those two games. I haven't really been playing a lot of games a lot lately. Ever since, you know, but they're not since Gotham Knights and... Cod came out. And one last thing before I get into the actual point of the episode. I mean, I might as well, this might as well be the entire episode. I'm sorry. Just, I, have a lot to I have a lot to talk about. But Black Adam. I finally got a chance to see it. Now, usually I have a whole episode dedicated to a movie review, but I'm already late on both seeing this and reviewing it. So I'm just going to do a quick review. I'm sorry, but I just have to do this. So I liked it. I thought it was a fun movie. Some awesome action, I liked the story. The JSA were awesome. Really happy that the JSA is getting a lot of recognition these days. I really hope James Gunn is taking a way to bring them back because they have a lot of potential. I like The Rock as Black Adam. I don't really get what people mean when they say he's playing The Rock. I mean, is it because of his face, uh, because of his looks? I mean, like, okay, that doesn't really bug me. I did have a few issues with the CGI. Because it looked a little wonky at times. Like, I could tell when they would, like, deep fake or whatever the rock on someone else's body. And they got a little Zack Schneider-y with the slow-mo at, at certain times where I'm like, 
Seriously? Stop being all Zack Schneider, okay? Just like, we don't need a lot of slow motion. And it did feel like a good value Marvel movie at times. I think it was mainly due to the comedy and even some of the characters. I know Doctor Fate came first in the comics, but just Marvel kind of just beat them to it with Doctor Strange. And it's kind of the same thing with, you know, Adam Smasher. He just felt kind of like Ant-Man in a way. Just instead of shrinking, he just grows and that's it. But that doesn't mean I hate those characters, okay? Like, in fact, I loved Doctor Fate. Because he, he's one of my favorite comic characters, and I was really happy with his portrayal in the movie. But just overall, it was, it was a good movie. I mean, can you pick it apart? Yes. Should you? No. Like, no. Don't pick it apart. Just go and see, okay? It's a fun, you know, superhero movie where we get to see, see superheroes throw down. and don't have to worry about any connections to a future film or plot. Just, no. It's just a simple... Superhero fights bad guy, and maybe like a few setups with like, you know, Waller and Superman, but I doubt this, I doubt that's going to go anywhere in the future. Okay, there's my quick review of Black Adam. So let's get to the main topic of the episode. I mean, I'm sorry, I just like, I had, I had a lot to cover this week. So I finished Gargoyles a few weeks ago, and, I've, and I want to... Re- talk about it but just i've had a lot to review with count with mortal Kombat, and then like she hulk and then of course i had to figure out how to shoot get in black adam which which i saw as i was writing the script for this episode so just you know you know enough talking let's get into it i was aware of gargoyles i just never watched it until recently i i think my earliest memory even evolving gargoyles was like I think at the local library, there's like a display case with a few gargoyle action figures on display or something like that. Just, I don't know. There was that. And I think maybe I saw like a few commercials on an old VHS I used to watch. Like, like I know what gargoyles was. I just, I just can't remember how I was first like made aware of it specifically. But I know it has a pretty loyal fan base that's still even active today. Hell, the creator Greg Weissman still even talks about, uh, still even talks about the show. There's, there's even like there's even like podcasts dedicated to it. It's actually having a sort of a uh, of a renaissance right now. There's like new toys, a new comic, a new game. I think one of the one of their games is getting remastered, and maybe if we're lucky, we could get a continuation of the cartoon. Anyways, let's start with positives. I really loved the world of gargoyles. The combination of fantasy and superheroes and even sci-fi was just amazing. I mean, it did feel more more fancy, a lot of Shakespeare and a King Arthur stuff, but it also really made me appreciate that genre a lot more, even even a bit bit more curious. Though I'm still a sci-fi fan till and I will be till the very end. I'm actually listening to a podcast about, about gargoyles called Voices from the Eerie, and Weissman's a sort of host on there or a consultant like. Like, he's on there every episode. But he talks about how he had a plethora of ideas for, like, episodes and stories and even spinoffs. Like, this dude was trying to create a whole universe. And I love it. Hopefully this renaissance will bring some of these ideas to life. Because there was, like, an idea for a uh, King Arthur spinoff, there was a six-issue series about some villains and a sort of, like, Suicide Squad-like story, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. 
I mean, I think it's I think an episode about like some gargoyles in the future and just like yeah, he had a lot of ideas, and I actually want to see a lot of them come to fruition. This show had such a colorful and diverse cast of characters. The Gargoyles, Eliza, Xanatos, even the villains. And the voice cast, oh my god, the voice cast was so talented. It was stacked. I'm talking like Batman the Animated Series level stacked. And also, fun fact, a couple of writers from Batman the Animated Series came over to Gargoyles to write some episodes. So, there's also another reason why I used to watch Gargoyles. I'm talking Keith David, Phil Fagerbaki, Patrick freaking Star, Jeff Bennett, Jonathan Franks, a lot of Star Trek stars actually, Chris Summer, one of my favorite voice actors ever. They really brought these characters to life. A lot of props to the villain voice actors because they really made these villains stand out. I mean, this show had some really great villains. The standouts for me at least were Xanatos, Demona, and Macbeth. Santos was a different level of evil businessman and genius. In fact, there's a term called the Xanatos Gambit that he coined or he inspired. He like it's like he never lost a battle or a confrontation with, with with the gargoyles. He always walked away with some sort of win. And plus, you honestly couldn't hate him. I mean he was just so charming. Towards like, towards like you're watching, and it's like, oh Xanatos, you're such a bastard, but I love you. Demona was such a complex villain. Yes, she is honestly pure evil. But you kind of sympathize with her in a way. Her heart is so full of hate that it blinds her to reason and just it makes her, her her own worst enemy. You know, instead of seeing reason, she keeps doubling down on her views and her ideals. To where it's just like... Like I said, she's her, she's her own worst enemy. She's the only one holding herself back from, you know, being reunited with her clan. Because they all hate her because she won't see reason. You know, she won't, because she can't realize, you know, she's the actual villain of this story. In her eyes, her clan's in the wrong, not her. Macbeth is kind of the same way. He's someone you sympathize with, mainly because he's... Immortal and his immortality just makes him very sad, alone, and tired. I mean, just like, he has some pretty, like, oh my word, they have that in a children's cartoon? The show had some pretty awesome episodes and story arcs. My favorites being Awakenings, City of Stone. You really can see how far gone Demona is in that arc. I mean, just like, she turns the humans to stone at night, and at night she's just like on a rampage, just smashing statues or the people who are stoned and just yeah you really see how messed up in the mind she is during that arc where i'm just like oh my lord this is a disney cartoon there's also avalon and the world tour arc and let me tell you the the world tour arc is a long one like 20 episodes not like parts but like 20 episodes honestly the multi-part episodes were definitely my favorite of the first two seasons but there are some good single episode ones, like there's one where Macbeth and King Arthur go toe-to-toe. Honestly, I kind of geeked out seeing that. I mean, I'm not a huge King Arthur fan, and I'm very light on my Shakespeare knowledge. Like, I've only read Macbeth in high school. But just for some reason, I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so awesome seeing Macbeth and King Arthur go at it. Like Batman and freaking Superman. Now, let's move on to the neutral. The animation was spotty at times. 
though I'm not really no I'm not really real critical about it or very like judgmental about it. I mean it was the '90s and they had to rush through a lot of episodes. Like for seasons two, they had to do 50 episodes in like two months, so obviously that they had to kind of rush a few things. Plus, even BTAS had some animation issues. So I mean, come on. There were also some pretty meh episodes, like there's one episode where a guy gets revenge on Goliath by hitting him with a pie. So, I kinda, honestly, that, that was like a really dumb episode. What I will be very critical on is season three. The negatives. Oh my word. Season three was hard to watch, especially one episode. Like, only maybe like one, two, or three episodes were good. The rest... No. Also, the only good things to come out of season three were the quarry, were the quarrymen, and Demona realizing she might have messed up her relationship with her and Goliath's daughter Angela. Like, like, like I mentioned earlier, there was one episode that was so painful to watch. I felt like I was getting my teeth pulled in the the, the, the entire time. And that episode was called "Seeing Isn't Believing," and oh, sweet lord, the animation was awful. Like, whatever studio animated that episode should be ashamed and hit with a brick. Just, no. Just, ugh. If you were to watch watch Gargoyles, just don't even bother with season three. Or even, like, if you watch season three, skip seeing isn't believing. Like, literally, the entire time I'm watching that episode, my brain was just going, For God's sake, turn it off! Turn it off! Seriously, I was so tempted at times just to stop watching the episode and move on, but I powered through, and I wish I didn't, because ugh, it was so bad. Season 3 was so bad, Greg Weissman doesn't even consider a canon. Well, then again, he wasn't even invo- involved with that season, he was booted out. So if I'm going to rewatch Gargoyles, I'm going to avoid that season like my life depends on it. Final thoughts. I... Totally recommend the show, at least the first two seasons. If you're a B-Test fan like me, then this show is right up your alley. You can find it on Disney Plus, even. Like, that's probably why it's undergoing such a huge renaissance, because those episodes are now easy to to access. Again, sorry I chose to talk about Gargoyles over Black Adam, but I just really needed to get this off the back burner. Anyways. That will be it for this week's episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. That's <laughs> our Spotify. Spotify. As well as leaving a me a five-star rating and a good review where you can as well as a voice message on Anchor, which will be linked down in my description, along with my link to my Instagram at the Comic Factor, where you can stay up to date with the latest news. And until next time, stay happy, stay well, stay healthy. Do not get blind, do not get blind, blinded by by your hatred. Don't piss off a gargoyle, and I'll talk to you all next time. Peace out.